Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. It's Sunday, September 4th, 2022, and my guest today are Brandon Collins, Rory Albanese, and Tom George. Hello, gentlemen. Hey. hey. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's meet everybody. Let's get past the awkward part, meet everybody individually, starting with our dangling champ, a man who uh, won the show, won the games uh, two weeks ago. And so now he's back. It's our friend, Brandon Collins. Hello, Brandon. Hey, Doug, and everybody. It's great to be back. Um, you're out in California now, I hear. Yeah, I'm back in the inferno. I picked the, <laughs> I, I just hate it over here so much. It's so hot. <laughs> I went to Ralph's, which is a grocery store for folks that are in this area. I went to Ralph's at 8 a.m., and it was already 91 degrees. Uh, but not inside Ralph's. Well, no, no. In, in Ralph's, yeah. it was 85 degrees, so it wasn't right. so bad little colder i went into a target today when i walked in it was the most refresh it was so cold inside it was so refreshing but um but what about like it, it must be drippy humid hot in new york right now you you prefer that over california hot yeah i mean because in new york it's like you're that's expected but there's nothing better than walking to the subway and then you get on the subway and it's like freezing cold and all you have to <laughs> yeah. do is deal with the smell of the homelessness <laughs> um, that's that's way more preferable than everywhere in California just smelling rancid when it's really hot. Really, it smells bad. I didn't even. Why well, in Studio hot. City? There's a lot of uh, there's oh, a lot okay. of people uh, seeking shelter. Yeah, here, just pull, just pull an orange off a tree, dude, and put it up to your house. <laughs> uh, we are also joined today by another returning champ, our winner from uh, the last episode, Rory Albanese. Hey, Rory. Hey, Doug. Uh, I didn't know I was going up against another champ today. 
I would have yeah, slept more just, last night. It just doesn't get. <laughs> yeah, you probably would have, would have done more uh, more yeah. exercises. Wouldn't have smoked. Uh, wouldn't have smoked so much pot last night. You know. Yeah, I, I hear you, but uh, <laughs> uh, just like last week when you won, the questions are still ridiculous. Right. Uh, so it really is anybody's game. But Brandon really does have a, a, a knack for it. Uh, he's won a lot of times. And we've got a first-timer today, director of See How They Run in theaters in the U.S. on September 22nd. It's Tom George. Hello, Tom. Hey, Doc. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Um, uh, early co- I don't want to start with a correction because this feels like it's very much not my house. Right, uh, but please. Um, but uh, September 16th uh, for the uh, for the for the movie 16th in the states in the US, yeah. 22nd in the UK. No, 9th in the UK. Where September did I get 9th. 22nd? I, I Where did know. I get that number? It's just people are going to miss it if they if they're banking on the 22nd. You know. <laughs> um, Ninth. Yeah. September 9th, uh, where you are, and September 16th, where we are. Perfect. And uh, not to draw any lines in the sand, but uh, could you give us, I know you probably do a lot of uh, interviews about the movie since it's coming out so soon. Sure. Uh, what's your quick, how do you describe it uh, um, quickly to people? See How They Run is a murder mystery. It's also a comedy. It's also a film that's about murder mysteries. Uh, it stars Sam Rockwell, Saoirse Ronan. Um, they play detectives investigating a murder in 1950s London backstage at a very famous murder mystery play that is taking place at the time. So it's a murder mystery within a murder mystery, but really it's like a character comedy. Uh, you, you had me at... All of that. All of that sounds great to me. Uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, there's nobody more fun than Sam Rockwell out there acting these days, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, that's just uh, sounds sounds super cool. And yeah, it's cool. Team- and and Saoirse Ronan is like, it's people won't have seen her like this before. She's really funny. I thought she was a great uh, SNL host when she did that. She was good. The Saoirse Inertia song. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have never known how to say her name if I didn't have that song <laughs> in my head. Uh, well, thank you for being here and uh, good Thanks luck with the movie. Me. I know I and uh, I, I, we were, I was talking to Brandon about it before we started rolling and uh, he uh, uh, he's excited to see it. And I'll, I'll speak for Rory. I'll speak for Rory as well. He can't wait. Um, <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. I'm never fucking going to see that. And you know why. <laughs> you know what you did, he, Tom. He knows what he did. He knows yeah. what he did. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to bring it up. But if, it was on, if it was on the 22nd, I would have happily gone. But this whole... <laughs> 16th yeah. mishap really threw me off. Yeah, there's really, yeah. there's some sort of conspiracy going on here with all these, <laughs> with all these numbers. Yeah. Um, okay, well, before we begin our uh, game portion today, uh, I like to do a segment called Recommendation Nation, where I ask each of my guests to recommend a movie, but, you know, I give you a type of movie and we go from there. So uh, since everybody's, uh, celebrating uh, here in the states anyway. Uh, Labor it's Labor Day weekend, uh, so I thought it would be a fun topic to discuss 
uh, workplace films, movies that take place in a, some sort of work environment. Mm. Brandon, do you have a, a film that fits that description yeah. that you'd like to recommend? Uh, one that immediately comes to mind is this movie called Boiling Point. Um, it's with Stephen Graham. It was released last year. It's a one-shot take film of like these people in this restaurant, and it's completely bonkers. If you like The Bear, that's on FX right now, you absolutely love this movie. Um, I think you have to rent it for like five ninety nine or Amazon or something like that, but it's one of the best movies I saw last year. Oh, so it's it reminded you of the bear because it's about like the high pressure world of uh, yeah, exactly. You're literally, and- you're, you're literally immersed in a restaurant for ninety minutes at the wow. beginning of the dinner, the dinner shift, and uh, have, as someone who's worked in a few restaurants, it was very accurate as to how like everything's set up, how the staff talks to each other, all that stuff. All right, boiling point. Have you heard of this movie, Rory? I have not heard of boiling point. I've heard of the boiler room with. Yeah, it's funny the, the boiler room is one of the movies that popped into my head when you said workplace movies. No, this doesn't that's have so Giovanni funny. Ribisi, unfortunately. Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's always a strike against any film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, Rory, what do you think? Do you have a, a workplace film in mind? You know, I, it's it's just such an obvious one that I'm trying to think of something a little bit more interesting. But um, if you know, yeah, my guess is there's some young people out there who have not seen Office Space, and I just always recommend that movie because I think it's a fun one. That's uh, the movie that uh, first popped into my head um, uh, for that. Uh, I I think I've always enjoyed Office Space and the Office TV shows, both versions, because I've never really, I've experienced, I've seen enough of Office stuff that I get the humor, but I've never really had it you know, an office job. I would think people that work all, I, I take it back though. I, I think people that work all week still love to watch the office. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just love, I love, you know, and I, I'm not one of these like office space freaks who thinks it's like, you know, a gospel, but it's a really funny movie. And I do like Mike judges movies, but I, I really love Gary Cole. I think that Gary Cole's character in that movie is just such a home run. The uh, leaning over the desk coffee. It's called, He's so underrated comic talent. Oh yeah. my God. Completely underrated comic talent. And he's mm-hmm. done so many great movies. He had such a great run in like the like late nineties, early two thousands of like just killer roles, you know, and he never gets talked about. <laughs> yeah. He's super funny in Talladega nights. And, uh, there's another movie he's in that I saw once on like HBO called, um, God, it's got Topher Gray. I think it's win a date with Tad Hamilton. Yeah. The name of the movie. And he plays his dad, like, Topher Grace's dad or something. And this movie star is coming to his house and it's a really funny scene where he's sitting on the porch and he's reading variety because he wants to fit in with this actor who's coming to his house. It's so funny. And he starts saying things like, I heard Disney went baffo for, uh, you know, it's very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> trying to use variety. Yeah. He's trying to use all the variety. Use. Yeah. You know, like the mouse house is upset about, you know, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I heard you had to ankle our dinner party. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mike Judge, the office, uh, office space, I almost called it the office space. It, it, you, can't be, you can't beat that one. Uh, but, you know, that's why I'm excited about Boiling Point, because I haven't seen that, so I can check that one out. But anybody who hasn't seen office space uh, should definitely see it. And Tom... 
what do you got is, for us? Uh, this is going to be like a, you know, not not a sort of original shout, I wouldn't have said, but um, it was kind of influential for me, um, would be like uh, Clerks or or Clarks, the, uh, the the Kevin Smith film. <laughs> the original. Um, now he's running the original. The he's like yeah, that's true. on a tour with it. That 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 film came out when I was about thirteen years old, thirteen, fourteen, something like that. And it and uh, my best friend worked at a video shop, and so there was a he he brought it home one day, and um, we just hadn't seen anything like it before. I think in a in a weird way, like it was the, obviously like. Um, the sort of apex of, I suppose, that like slacker comedy when nothing really happens, but it's like incredibly dialogue heavy and just, uh, I think all black and white from memory. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I um, having then gone on to make a, a show over here that was like very uh, low on the story, um, that was a sort of big influence kind of early on for me. So yeah, I love that movie. All right, that's, I think that's a, a, a terrific choice. It really, it really was like such a big deal when that movie came out that a guy, you know, managed to just kind of self-finance and, and, and make something that, that was that uh, funny and uh, felt so real. Yeah. Um, all right. I was going to say off the space, so now I'm like stuck trying to uh, come up with a different one. And, uh, you know, it's funny, is- Doug, because last week when we had school movies, I was going to say back to school and I switched it at the last second to three o'clock high because I thought back to school was too obvious. And then you yeah. had back to school. So, you know, maybe you got to go uh, with a deeper cut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stick with back to school as my favorite office movie. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, uh, those teachers, there's teachers there. And that's where they work. Just go with working girl. We all know you want to go with working girl. I, you know, working girl was never, uh, never my jam. I never understood the, the popularity of it. What about, what about Michael J. Fox's secret of my success? Now, there you go. Another movie I didn't get. I was driven crazy by that movie because you can't have the you can't have Ferris Bueller come out with that uh, bounce bounce song. Yeah, thank you. And then do another movie with it. That was practically like the score. That's like if you did a sitcom and you went it had scene transitions was the music from Seinfeld. Like it didn't make any sense to hear I that I agree. in another was, movie so soon too. I was unbelievable that they did that. <laughs> I mean, it is a perfect song for like, kind of like, you know, to over scenes where people are like sneaking around and doing stuff, but still, uh, should only be in one movie. Then I think it was in a popped up in a few more things, probably mostly TV, but it got so overused. All right. Thank you for your recommendations guys. And, uh, we're going to take our first commercial break for these important messages. We'll be right back. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result, more confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back, and I feel like at least two out of the three guests today are going to, this game is going to be in their wheelhouse, but everybody, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, The game is called Xanadu or Xanadon't. I was watching Xanadu the other day, and I realized, you know, again, as I always do whenever I see it, I remember how bad it is and how much I love it. I don't know why I like it so much. Uh, A lot of people do apparently out there. It's got kind of a cult following these days. And I'm especially thinking about it with the passing of uh, Olivia Newton-John. I went back and watched a bunch of it. So here's how this game works. Uh, All of the responses are either Xanadu or Xanadon't, which translates to true or false i will start with brandon i will tell you a fun or not so fun fact and then you tell me if it's a xanadu or a xanadon't oh really true or false uh this uh, obviously this there's not like three options here there's only two so when somebody misses one uh the next player gets uh you know gets the next one and uh uh, you know, so you get the, get them individually, and if you miss it, we move on to the next one. Uh, starting, like I said, with Brandon, but real quick, Tom, do you uh, have any feelings about the film Xanadu? Zero feelings at all. Never seen it. So You've I'm never guessing. Seen it. So I'm guessing that you weren't thinking of me as I, one by of the way, two. I, who this Tom, was going to be in wheelhouse? I'm with you. I may have seen Xanadu once, like <sighs> thirty years ago. <laughs> So it's going to well, be. Well, I thought it might have. I thought it might have worked for the two of you just in terms of like it being at least in a time of your life where you might have nothing better to do than to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that did you know, the, slight, uh, the but, annoying thing, Doug, was that the one thing I did know about Xanadu was Olivia Newton John. And now, based on your intro, I'm sort of guessing that that's probably not going to be one of the answers. And so that puts me very much. Me too. Out that, of my was of, that was yeah. one, of my, one of my go tos. <laughs> did you did anybody see the uh the concert at Wembley yesterday for Taylor Hawkins the tribute yeah that bit where his um where his son came on and jumped with them was just unbelievable so I I was emotional through that whole thing Dave Grohl's daughter yeah. shows up uh oh, Eddie Van Halen's son Wolfgang plays hot for teacher I was like I'd never imagined I'd be emotional listening to hot for teacher but it was so it was just so cool that Eddie Van Halen's son can fucking play like that, you know, can play like his dad. Just come out there and do it. It was amazing. Anyway, and and Taylor Hawkins' kid is young and can beat the shit out of him. What, 15, 16, and he what, a drummer? Yeah. And just <laughs> to come on in front of however many people and just play like that. It was just it was the I I came up filming music. I used to film a lot of live music and um that was the most emotional I've ever been watching a concert. 
like yeah, just on, every on TV, single like a film every, concert, you know. Yeah, even stuff that had nothing to do with Taylor Hawkins specifically, like like the like uh, Niles Rogers doing uh, several David Bowie songs towards the beginning of the concert. Yeah, I found that moving. Like everything was great. It was that just whole concert. charged. Yeah, yeah, very cool. The dude, the lead singer from ACDC coming out and still powering through Back in Black, even though you can see that it's hard to sing. <laughs> it's just an amazing show. But anyway, I brought it up because all of that amazingness happened with a drum kit that had Olivia Newton-John's face from Xanadu on it. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Get, so that's not going to be a question either. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here we go, Brandon. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, true or false? Xanadu, Xanadu. Uh, Xanadu was Gene Kelly's last acting job. I'm going to go with Xana don't. Well, guess what, Brandon? <laughs> that is correct because he's managed to squeak in a couple episodes of The Love Boat uh, <laughs> before passing or retiring or passing, whichever happened first. All right. Brandon's on the board. Rory, it's your turn. All right. Okay. Roger Ebert said in his review of Xanadu, it was like a shit took a shit. <laughs> I'm going to say Xanadu don't to that. I think that's a reasonable guess. That is correct. <laughs> I mean, that is just, that is, I mean, that's pretty harsh review. I didn't, people, I know, it wasn't I, well received by critics. Yeah. Come on. Feels more, yeah. feels more like Siskel than Ebert when it's, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Tom. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. While making the film, Olivia Newton-John fractured her coccyx. <sighs> hmm. I'm going to say Xanadu. You guys are killing this. That is wow. also correct. Oh. I swear you must have seen Xanadu a bunch of times because how else would you, how else would you know? <laughs> we, yeah, I didn't mention, I watched the uh, behind the scenes feature. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you, you didn't watch the movie. He just, he just read yeah. the book of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're back to Brandon. Okay. Uh, coccyx is spelled C-O-X-X-Y-X. Can you say that one more time? Yeah. And Coxix yeah. is spelled C-O-X-X-Y-X. I'm going to go with Xana Don't. I can't fool you guys. No, it's too with many X's. Too many yeah, consonants. There was a row. lot of X's in that. It's, it's pretty close. You can't have four consonants like that. I can't yeah. think. It's pretty. It's pr the real spelling is pretty wild. <laughs> I'll tell it to you if I knew it. Okay. <laughs> We're back to uh, Rory. Um, inspired the creation of the Razzie Awards. Mm -hmm. Feels a little early for the Razzies. I'm going to say Zana don't. 
I'm sorry, oh, that's shit. incorrect. The Razzies shit. were thought of when the when they realized that Hollywood could make a movie that bad wow. with that big of a budget and an amazing music. Electric Light Orchestra wrote some great songs. I know, I'm a big ELO guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, crazy. Okay, well, but you still you're still in this, Rory. Mm-hmm. You're still on the you're still on the call, uh, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xanadu or Xanadu? Gene Kelly. Back to Gene Kelly, the great Gene Kelly. Uh, once played a character named Pinky Benson. I'm gonna say Xanadu. Uh, Sorry, but of course he played a character named Pinky Benson, and it's one of my proudest moments. Uh, it's in a film called What a Way to Go. That is very entertaining. If you it's one of your it's one of your proudest moments because you share the same last name as Pinky yeah, <laughs> and but also just I would never I would never go by a name like Pinky. But uh, just hearing hearing characters refer to a Pinky Benson uh, yeah. makes me happy, uh, and it's a crazy ass movie because it's the story of Shirley MacLaine uh, during the course of the film marries Dick Van Dyke, Gene Kelly, Paul Newman. Stop me if any of these don't ring a bell. And uh, who's the fourth one? Now I can't think of the fourth one. But anyway, she uh, marries all these dudes over the course of the film. And the joke of the movie is every guy she marries is rich and then dies. And then she gets their money. So she just keeps getting richer as each of these famous actors who plays her husbands dies in really crazy, weird ways. Oh, that sounds like a fun movie. It's so weird and fun. Like you won't, uh, you'll be, stunned at every turn by how weird and fun it is <laughs> uh, it's called what a way to go but now back to xanadu in this very exciting competition brandon can sew up this game if he gets the following one correctly uh <laughs> a featured band that performs in the film is called the loops the loops have you ever seen xanadu brandon i have not <laughs> this not is seen. amazing i that i picked three uh, guests <laughs> i'm just gonna go with Xanadont. i don't know never what the xanadonut no okay. i'm sorry apologies i get the sound effects wrong sometimes <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah yeah because you said you said don't and uh you're correct because there isn't a band called the loops uh, in the film, but I, I, you know, I hope somebody had kind of had a vague idea uh, that the tubes were featured in uh, the movie, because then I could have tricked you. But it's hard to trick people when they don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, Brando! Is this uh, movie we're checking out, Doug? Like, I it doesn't sound very appealing even from this trivia, but the Xanadu, yeah. Well, the thing is, is it's kind of surprising how terrible it is. Like the lead actor in it is this guy named Michael Beck. He was also in a movie called The Warriors. And uh, for I don't know how he landed this role, because it is the most wooden lead performance in a major motion picture <laughs> that I could probably think of, <laughs> other than other parts played by that same guy. So uh, 
that part of it is strange that he's so terrible. But then Olivia Newton-John's cute and can sing and dance, and Gene Kelly obviously can sing and dance and roller skate. And it's about roller. It's about roller disco. It's just oh, okay. It's just an absolute mess. But people find it a fascinating mess. If you, if you just go start reading about it on the internet, uh, a, a lot of people are somewhat obsessed with it. And then the final one that I had written that we don't need to get to because uh, uh, Brandon ran away with this thing is uh, I, I wrote director Robert Greenwald's next movie was uh, Endless Love, starring Brooke Shields. Uh, another kind of famously trashed movie, but uh, that was a that was a Xanadult because it was directed by Franco Zeffirelli. Mm. Yeah, and then the tiebreaker. If you got if there was a tie amongst any of you, uh, I was going to say a closest without going over Xanadu's running time. And again, you're all just in the dark about how long it was. How long would you guess it, uh, it is without knowing anything about it, Brandon? Um, probably because this is like 1980 something, right? Mm-hmm. Early 80s. I would say probably like around 98 minutes or so. <laughs> a little over an hour and a half. I'm not even gonna ask Rory and Tom because it's an oh. hour and 36 minutes long. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> 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 Which that is short for a musical. For a lot of 80 movies, though. Yeah, but it's short for a musical. But it's long for that one. All right. <laughs> Congratulations, Brando. Tom, Rory, all Brandon wins. <laughs> I call him Brando sometimes. All Brandon wins is uh, he gets to go first in our next game that we will play right after these messages. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back and uh, I'm very excited about our second and final game that we're going to play today. The one that determines our winner. Uh, how do you fellas feel about, let me just check your temperature since nobody saw Xanadu. I got to double check and see, uh, have any of you seen Jaws? <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, yes. Jaws. yeah, that made it over here. I'm asking for all of us. We've all seen Jaws. <laughs> you mean the, uh, you mean that, uh, that, that Gene Kelly shark picture? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy to hear that that Jaws made it over the pond. Yeah, made it over limited yeah. release, but uh, it kind of then picked up on VHS and it was big hit after that. Is it, it, just, still... it, it just it just came out in England like two years ago. Yeah, is it is it a scary movie over there, or do you just sit there thinking I'm not at that beach? <laughs> yeah, I think what we don't have those. What's that? Well, they were at the sea. There's no um, fucking shark in the Thames. What are, what are we doing it's here? A, it's just, yeah, it's a scary movie. It's, it is a scary movie. It crops up in like horror film lists pretty regularly, mm-hmm. which I always yeah. find a bit Ooh, weird. Yeah. But I mean, it it's, is obviously like it's built that way, I suppose. But um, uh-huh. it's not what you immediately think of when you think of the horror genre, is it really? Well, it's right up there with uh, the, the people arguing about whether it's horror or not. It's mm-hmm. right up there with whether or not uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. 
<laughs> which it's just like absolutely it, is which it is <laughs> right Done, and you, but, by the well, way you could also you, argue that you could argue that it's not about christmas and then okay great so we've both made our points why do we need to have this discussion yeah you know I was, it's like I, I was going to throw a real fucking curveball earlier into this show which was when you said an office movie i was almost going to say die hard because fuck <gasps> it, it it is also an office movie yeah, you know, I mean, if we, were, if, we, if we want to put it would, in another yeah. genre, yeah. that is a work party. I would, I would party. take that. I don't that is, but I that is a work that. party that he's at. He's a work, Definitely. work party. Yeah. yeah, and they're in the office the entire movie. The entire movie, yeah. Yeah, it's just not a great situation. It's the opposite of it's, office it is Christmas not, no, it party. Is not. <laughs> I, would, I would call it a great office Christmas party, but it is an office Christmas Hey, it's got Alan Rickman there, though, so that's pretty fun, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it's got cocaine and, and bath, bathroom sex <laughs> that the terrorists interrupt. <laughs> right. Um, the so-called terrorists. I've said too much. All right, so Jaws... <laughs> is uh, i brought it up because it's back in theaters uh in imax uh this weekend so i i i think i might actually go check it out for the you know see it for the millionth time and uh i thought it would be fun in honor of that occurrence to play uh a game with the movies of steven spielberg so we're going from xanadu to something uh, everybody all film lovers should be very familiar with is Steven Spielberg movies. And what we're going to do with those movies is play F Mary kill. I will tell you the name of a Spielberg movie. And then uh, each of you will get uh, one guess as to whether or not a poll on Twitter uh, uh, (laughs) yielded the highest number for uh, fuck uh, Mary or kill of a particular steven spielberg film uh you'll each since you're you know since the person goes first gets to pick from three options and then the options lessen as we go forward uh each of you will get a round where you get to go first and uh, of course brandon will get to go first if there's a tiebreaker because he because he won the first game um well, what would you say the context is for fucking marry here doug would you well, say that is- uh, it's like a buzz, but I don't, you know, it's a rush, but uh, I'm not sort of in for the long haul, I suppose. Is that what we're saying? But, or you're going to rewatch it. Is that, the I don't, of, is that a marriage? I, I a feel like, I feel like you're defining it as we go because I never put, <laughs> I never put anything on it other than I named Great. the Spielberg okay. movie and told people to pick one of the three things. I didn't give them Got anything it. else to Great. go on. Uh, so you're in the same position there, in. In that, uh, what does it mean to to f a movie or marry it or kill it? Uh, but I agree with you that I feel like kill means get it out of my life altogether. Marry means you you know live with it, and f it means you know it's probably good once. But that's just my take. Got it. That is Brandon. clear. That's as clear as it's gonna be. <laughs> that's, that's as clear as this dumb game's gonna get. Okay. Brandon, uh, let's let's go ahead and start off with Jaws. What do you think? Do you think in a in a poll on Twitter? That's the other thing to keep in mind is people answer polls. They're uh, disingenuous when they answer. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I never do good <laughs> on these on these ones because I go for the logical choice, and then you're like, nope, these people are insane online. 
<laughs> yeah. So what do you think? Uh, what do you think these insane people say about Jaws? Would they rather F it, marry it, or kill it? I would hope they would say marry it. Right? Because it's a great movie. Yeah. I'm going to go with marry it. Like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I love your attitude. Rory. Oh, sorry. Mm. Pardon me. Let's, let's go to Tom. Tom? What? So I can pick one of what's left. <laughs> yes. Well, so you get F. No, you can kill. pick. You can pick the same. Oh, you can't. Oh, pick can this. I pick? No. Not in this game. No. Oh. Well, <laughs> I can't want to kill it. That would be insane. So I guess, in given the <laughs> fact that I can't say marry F it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the very okay. least, you're gonna F yours, right? Yeah. Okay, and that leaves uh, Rory with Kill It. But I pick and... Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have Kill, but I'm picking Mary. But that's what's fun about this game is that you lose points if you go with Mary because uh, only 30% of people polled picked Mary. So that's, that's how many points Brandon has, 30. And then uh, 31% said they wanted to kill it. What? I assume they're meaning the wow. shark itself, you know? Uh, okay. You wouldn't want to F or marry oh. a shark. But, you know, again, I didn't put any more context right. other than just asking them to pick one for Jaws. It's like when and, you test your movie and you ask them what character, well, they thought the different characters and they always hate the bad guy. And you're like, right. yeah, but was that because of the performance or you just hated the bad guy? Because if so, that's and, good. <laughs> and sometimes the performance is so good that that, you know, that right. the, they, they really do think they hate the actor because the because the character's so annoying or evil or whatever it is, but it's just good work on their part. We're just swimming in unseen biases. I don't know how we're <laughs> supposed to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, this is bonkers. <laughs> I like I, I've lost faith in cinema Twitter. <laughs> uh, and uh, so the people who want to f it, which I guess is because they love it, is thirty nine percent. So Tom, wow. you are in the lead so far. <laughs> <laughs> Because you want, I'm not going to go on the record and say Tom George wants to f Jaws, but it certainly uh, worked out in your behalf to uh, to say that here. Tom, Great. you get to go first in our second round. Okay. Unless anybody wants has anything that more they want to say about Jaws, because I I can talk about Jaws all I day. Just I just want to say I'm so disappointed in your audience's answer to this. I mean, I get like they could go with fuck because they love it so much, but. We, we got to marry this thing. We got to keep it forever. Like, this is one of the yeah, best. I mean, how can a movie that's still talked about 45 years later <laughs> it's crazy. and is back in the theaters be a, a, a fuck it movie? I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> really, we should just quit. Let's just quit. I'm having a hard time. I'm going to go see if there's roof access at this hotel and decide what I want to do here. <laughs> you know, you don't even have to jump. You can just burn to death. <laughs> That's right. I'll just stand just on the roof, on the for roof 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, just... until you're dead. <laughs> don't have to leave a mess for anybody. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, Jaws is just, uh, just an amazing movie. So I guess that's why they want it. They want to F it, but it's, uh, you, you never know. And it, it, believe me, these get weirder than, than this one. Uh, <laughs> so Tom, you're first on this round. Okay. I mean, the one that started uh, a series is now finally going to make it to a fifth installment 
what do you think people said when asked about Raiders of the Lost Ark? Sometimes now referred to as Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I don't, I don't think that is necessary. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we know Indiana Jones is in that movie, and we also know that the other movies aren't as good. <laughs> that's true. That's I like Temple of Doom more, but that's just because it's crazier. Yeah, there's all the voodoo, sure. Yeah, um, there's the. I like I like when a guy's heart gets pulled out of his chest, and they have, create, they have to create they have to create a new movie right? rating because of it. Um, um. Okay. Well, obviously, now I'm trying to. I feel like we've got some insight now into the sort of the the jury, the way the voters' minds work. Mm -hmm. um, but I, it's not really helping me. But I, I'm having to factor <laughs> that in in real time. Hence sure. The, the delay. Um. Well. It's another film that they should really love. And so the audience on Twitter probably want to fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to say. Okay. I mean, that's, that's a reasonable assessment as far as I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> Rory? I'm going to go with uh, Mary. Marrying Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Just, you know, probably a quiet ceremony with just a few friends. Yeah. Doesn't and, you know, big, doesn't have to be a big thing. Yeah. And you have to close your eyes because, uh, you know, when they open up the ark at the end of the ceremony, most people melt or explode. <laughs> well, they, because well, they, they keep the rings in the ark, which is always a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid place to leave the ring. Yeah. And then nobody pays attention when you. Say, I also just love it. Look at it. I, that's it. That, it. That's my favorite thing of that whole movie. Is it's like the 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 way they get out of it is just by closing their eyes. You know? <laughs> it's just like they wrote themselves into a corner. They're like, hold on a minute. I've got a way look out. Look at of it. This. These other people are going to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of idiots. Okay. Idiots. Uh, so Brandon, that leaves you with. Uh, wait, what are you going to do to it? I'm going to kill it, I believe, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Which, which I was going to choose that one anyway, because I feel like your audience has just gone completely off the reservation. So <laughs> I imagine that they might, like, you know, want to kill it because there are some, you know, problematic themes in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I think we're a little bit more sensitive. So mm -hmm. people, yeah, maybe that's this the movie. Film Twitter hates sort of cultural appropriation and the, and yeah, the, and like the removal of relics from their sort of home, homeland. I think, yes. And a big issue in that movie is they had a lot of non-nazis playing nazis which just isn't right <laughs> you know because it's so hard for nazi actors to get work yeah and it was a great opportunity to kill some nazis because they die at the end <laughs> <laughs> at the very least punch a few that movie has that movie and temple of doom has some of the loudest punches ever recorded like indiana jones has a harder fist than the hulk i think do they have uh, industry uh, do they have ilm doing the fucking sound effects and that they got it yeah it's, it's so it's so loud okay uh we got to break down these scores here because you're not gonna believe this is uh turns out they came to their senses with raiders and uh, not too many people want to kill it uh that only got 12 percent of the vote uh 41 percent want to marry it yeah and tom 
you yeah. really figured out this puzzle. You got the uh, 47 points because of all the people that want to uh, F it. Hey, Doug, can you start doing your surveys on Truth Social? I feel like it's more accurate. <laughs> I do think I would get so a, a different. I would like to know the difference in these surveys. Over on Truth Social, the, the, the answer every time would be, I don't go see those uh, woke movies. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and all they say, is Kirk Cameron in that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the great thing about Kirk Cameron, though, is he doesn't even have a big following uh, amongst the people who should be into what he's doing. That's fair. You know? It's yeah. strange. I mean, okay. Just, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's What's that? I was just going to say, Kirk Cameron, like, if you watch him do interviews, you get why he doesn't have a following. He has yeah. a personality of a fingerprint on glass. It's not <laughs> engaging. It's not, yeah, he's not like, you know, somebody like, I don't know, like Joel Austin or something where, they, uh, you know, there's at least, I don't see it personally, but I can see where people get caught up in uh, whatever charisma he happens to have. Is that why you do this at two o'clock on Sunday so you can finish Joel Olstein? I got, I got to watch all, I watch, first I watch Meet the Press. And then Olstein. Then, then I meet the Lord. <laughs> and uh and that's usually followed and then it's by time for the show <laughs> <laughs> i follow that with a little i do a little meth <laughs> nice little sunday it's a great sunday i know how to have fun on a sunday i don't like get that expression sunday fun day you know because it's the easiest day of the week to have fun um just right there okay i'm not gonna tell you what the scores are all added up because you're all still pretty pretty close together uh, and it's we've got one more round before I have to determine uh, what everybody's scores are. Uh, Rory gets to go first this time. Uh, then Brandon, then Tom. And we're going to talk about another Spielberg classic. E.T. You know that e. one? You know that oh, one? Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. I haven't seen AT in a long time and I just don't, I don't know if I saw it again, if the magic would be gone or if I'd still love it. I think I saw ET in the theater as a kid. Yeah. I, that was about it. Yeah. And it's, but it's also, I saw it enough that it's ingrained in my, I can picture every scene. So when the scenes happen, I'll be like, yeah, I know this already. So I just don't know, but I don't know if the overall feel of it, uh, that's why, well, just so you know, everything you're saying about it is the reason my I'm going with kill on ET. Kill. Oh, did I help you? Well, no, it's just I feel the same way about ET. Like I don't feel like it's a movie that if it's on, you know, like Jaws. If Jaws is on, like even if it's just on like cable, like if I turn on the TV and Jaws is on like TNT or something, I'm like I just watch it. It's Jaws. You know, same with Raiders of the Lost Ark. ET. Nah, it's a kill for me. It's a, it's a bit unsettling. It's an unsettling family drama for sure. Yeah, and you know they went back and removed the guns and made them walkie talkies. Oh, yeah, really? but I think they undid that. I they think undid, they fixed oh, they, it again. They did undo yeah. it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think they fixed it, and and you know, and also, yeah, it was also. I mean, it is just just weird uh, how the movie just becomes about how the government would squash any any joy that comes from another world you know like totally. uh, so it, it's not it, it definitely even as a kid i you know the whole part where et almost dies is just rather drawn out and like so what you know like he, we know he doesn't die um 
Yeah, it's like they really needed to save some production value in the tent bit, wasn't it? When they're, when they're in those sort of hazmat tents, biosecure tents, it's like, God, do we need another scene here? Yeah, because yeah. we've got to pay for the bike flying and all that. <laughs> <laughs> that time, people really piled on ET. Yeah, fuck yeah. Pointed dude. out what a piece of garbage it is. Alert the affiliates will be going long. We got more shit to fucking say. <laughs> I felt it. I felt that Spielberg and uh, Lucas were like getting into an area where I, I would stop enjoying their work as much when uh, a character in E.T. plays with Star Wars action figures. It's just too mm. like what's what universe is what here? Because then E.T. appears as alien, an alien being in <laughs> in the Star Wars prequels. Uh, you know, in those scenes where they have the council or whatever, there's a bunch of ET looking. Oh yeah, that's right, oh, yeah. mother effer. So it's so the whole timeline and the existence of ET and what he really is and what Star Wars characters really are, all of it is is very confused at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to be confused, or you could just look the other way, Brandon. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? I'm going to go with Mary because I'm a comedian and I believe in the rule of three. So I'm going to set up Tom with a three, four with a fuck. I appreciate and, that. Oh, that's so yeah. nice of you. But it's also possible. Some people legit want to marry ET because, you know, people are freaky. So let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really feel like we still haven't tied down what these, uh, what these three mean. To you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that leaves. Yeah. Me. So you're stuck with F. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's really paid off of you uh, for you twice in a row. And uh, this is where <laughs> this is where they turn because the lowest amount of votes went to F.E.T. Yeah, uh, that does. People don't want to do that, apparently. <laughs> uh, uh, only 21 people want to F.E.T. And they should probably be put on a watch list, uh, you know, at least, you know, Get married first, I say. Just marry E.T. first before you have sex. And uh, uh, the Mary came in uh, a little higher at 29, but 50 people, 50% of people want to kill yeah, E.T. That makes sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so let me add up the scores really quick. I, I will say about effing E.T. in E.T.'s defense, you have no idea what that light-up finger is capable of. So it, right? it, could, it could be, you know, incredible. You don't really know. I would imagine it would be, to be honest. Man, I just remember E.T. No. E. when E.T. was like sick and he was all pale and screaming. That haunted me for years. Yeah, I don't, I was, I don't even remember that. Yeah, he just when he's you know, there's that whole yeah, that thing was in the long almost dies. tent bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he gets really sickly and sad, and then uh, you know, but then uh, the power of love brings him back. <laughs> I always thought it'd be funny if ET kept saying phone home because he just wanted to call them and say, "Hey, I like it here better. Peace out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just wanted to touch base with them. I don't really want to go back there. Bit of a misunderstanding, but I've added up the totals and I'm shocked by these numbers. But uh, Brandon is in third place with 71 points, Tom got 107, and our winner again today. How is that possible? 
is Rory <laughs> Albanese with 122 like points. You nailed it. How is you that it. possible, though? Brandon got like all of them. Well, you got uh, number one with the uh, Kelly T, and you got number mm-hmm. two with Mary Raiders, and you got uh, number two with Kill Jaws. So you were like your averages. Yes. Your averages were pretty good. Um, yeah, but Tom was really killing it with the uh, with uh, fing everything, and then ET e- e- went ET e- ruined that. Tom's yeah. just effing everything out there, man. Yeah. He can't stop. Freaking ET. E- so what's the logic? I just don't get it. Like people who are repulsed by fucking ET, but they'll fuck a shark. What? It's the yeah, it was bonkers. I mean, that's why hard to do game. So congrats, Rory. Yeah, <laughs> this is. I mean. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The, 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 these rules are fundamentally flawed, but I'll, I'll take the win. Uh, do you ever watch? Uh, do you ever watch Family Feud? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's got a very Family Feud level of. Uh, yeah, you, of, you, you, you see real quick. You see real quick what people people think is a clever answer to, to these. What? <laughs> um, just for fun, because I did the I, I did the work. I did a poll. Uh, for Jurassic Park. Uh, so does anybody have any feelings about what way they think that would go? I mean, if that's not Mary, I will lose my mind. <laughs> I will lose my mind. The original, the original, original Jurassic Park? Yeah, OG Jurassic Park. I don't it's even talk be. about Jurassic World in any context ever. <laughs> gotta be Mary. Gotta be Mary. It has to be. You think? If it's not, Doug, I don't want to play this game ever again. Okay, well, chances are you won't anyway because, uh, you know, I, I haven't dragged this one out. This is only the second time I've ever played it, and uh, it doesn't really make sense. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I meant your show, Doug. I meant the I've show heard. itself. I will not do it. <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park got 40% of the respondents saying they want to F it. And uh, 34 want to marry it, and 26 want to kill it. Wow. So, yeah, another strange uh, strange set of numbers. But I guess in this case, the effort feels more like because they, they love it. Or they're confusing it with Jurassic World, and they're mad at it. Because if anybody saw the most recent Jurassic World, I, I, I feel like it's uh, not, not happy about it. Nope. <laughs> And then Brandon steps in as that example. You saw it. I saw it twice, unfortunately. And uh, the only worst Jurassic Park film besides Dominion was the one before that. <laughs> so I've had two stinkers in my, one of my favorite franchises ever. And so, I can't uh, believe Dominion didn't didn't uh, you know didn't turn out great, considering they named it after voting machines. <laughs> <laughs> What an exciting word to put in a title. Okay. Um, Rory Albanese, you get to promote yourself first because you won today. What would you like to? I'm going to promote myself, for, for, which makes no sense because I don't know when this airs, but I'm in Las Vegas right now. Doing it, it airs tonight, so they can't yes! come see you tonight. Sneak out, everybody. Uh, Vegas listening to this. You can still make it. You're listening to it live somehow. If you're my neighbor mm-hmm. and you're listening, um, but what else? I mean, uh, you, you got the one show in Vegas tonight, and then you don't do a show tomorrow night? 
No, there's just the one tonight. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't really have any other things to Unfortunately, plug. Unfortunately, we can't really plug that. But aren't, but I, aren't I coming back now that I'm a champion? So I'll have something else to plug. Yeah, you can come up with something else. I'll yield my plug time to these guys. I would like to yield the remainder of my plug time. Yeah. Uh, just like on that uh, Zoom call in the beginning of the pandemic, though, you should say, I, I yield my time. Uh, fuck the police. Or what were they saying? They were telling, they were telling the, people running the zoom call in the LA city council. Uh, oh, people, say, people kept saying, uh, they, they'd go, that's my time. Fuck you. Like they throw in an expletive right before they hung up and people just kept saying it on this zoom call. And you just get to watch these uh, city officials just sit there and have to take it. it Ugh, the they're like, Oh yeah. Weirdest thing. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, Tom George, terrific first time guest. I hope you had fun. I loved it. This is oh, great. Oh, good. Uh, give them all the correct dates now as we end the show for the release dates for See How They Run. See How They Run is in cinemas 9th of September in the UK and the 16th of September in the US. Uh, it stars Sasha Ronan, Sam Rockwell, Adrian Brody, David Yellowo, and a whole bunch of uh, amazing British comic actors. Uh, it's a whodunit for fans of a whodunit, but also for people who wouldn't usually go see a whodunit. So, um, get out uh, and it's the perfect film to see back in theaters it's like um made to see with groups of people and uh, laugh out loud with a with a with a big audience so um go see it on either the 9th or the 16th of september depending on your uh, sounds like Atlantic. a real uh, sounds like a real marriott kind of film uh, well i mean if we knew what that meant i would say yes <laughs> 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 there was a lady in uh, uh, some part of the uh, the U.S. who was able through some sort of legal loophole or something. She's legally married to a roller coaster. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, well, I hope it's a metal one, you know, because <laughs> if it's a wooden one, this, this, you know, they can't really consummate their relationship because... Did you make? Did anyone make the the hacky joke about how relationships do have their ups and downs? Ups and downs, on. yeah. No, I, I, I go for the I go for the splinter sex jokes is where I go. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, see it on those uh, wherever you can see it. If you could see it earlier in the UK, please reach out uh, to the Douglas Movies Twitter account and without any spoilers, uh, tell us you know how much you loved it and. Um, Everybody, everybody that's listening, if you see the movie, tell, tell me about it. Positive stuff only. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Caveat. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to mess around with. Them. There's no reason. Um, Brandon Collins. Hey, hey uh, besides checking out Tom's film, which I'm, I've been looking forward to, I've heard good things. Uh, you all can follow me at American Collins and all social media platforms, AmericanCollins.com. And if you like my uh, comments on movies, you can uh, listen to my movie review podcast, Medium Popcorn. That's available on all public uh, podcast applications. Thanks again for having me on, Doug. Always a pleasure. Uh, Doug Plugs. This particular show will be at Dynasty Typewriter on Saturday, September 17th at 420 in, in Los Angeles. And then uh, we're doing it at the Punchline in San Francisco on October 15th at 420. Um, yeah, this has been a, a terrific episode. And I end every episode of the show lately uh, with a quote from... 
a movie, I say, as always, and then, uh, you know, what is often a very mundane line from the, uh, the end of a movie, but uh, it's none of you will guess this one because uh, I chose the final line from Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to believe what a classic, I mean, you're just going to want to see Xanadu when you hear me say uh, the last line of the film. But before I do that, Thank you one more time to Brandon Collins, Rory Albanese, and Tom George. As always, I mean, I'd just like to talk to you. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his